0: Hey guys, on this episode of the, of the Ask and Loss SEO show, episode number 10, I discuss subfolders versus subdomains. Boom. <laughs> okay guys so on today's episode i'm going to discuss about subdomains and subfolders okay and in particular what what does that what does that have on the seo space so what does that have to do with with search engine optimization so basically the difference between a subfolder and a subdomain just quickly is a subfolder will be a will be like omegadigital.com.au forward slash blog and a subdomain will be blog.omegadigital.com and so guys just quickly i love producing content on seo for the business market not necessarily geared and tailored toward the seo business but hey if everyone learns fantastic all right so i was actually asked just to give a bit of background i was actually asked um, a the other day on LinkedIn by uh, an SEO as, as well, so there you go, right, um, who actually asked this question to me, and I thought, you know what, this is going to be episode number 10, because I think that it can help the junior SEOs as well, maybe, and it can also help anyone in the business space that have, have thought about it, who don't know the difference, or maybe they never even come across the, the, the fact that they even need to worry about this just yet, but, you know, the content's there, and we're creating it, and we want to get it out there. So this won't be a very long episode, so guys, if you I just wanna go through some of the very re, various reasons why you will use a blog over uh, sorry, a subdomain over a subfolder. So the way I like to think about it is, is if I'm producing content for my business or I'm producing content for my personal blogging website, whatever the case may be, if you want the content itself to be attributed to the actual domain to the website, then you need to do it in a subfolder. So what does that mean? So basically, if you if you've got a, if you've got a blog right, and you've got the top three tips of cleaning a house, and you want that article to show up in the search engines or to be found uh, on on, on, on uh, Google and being treated as though it's your content, well then it's, it's the best way to do it on a slash blog and. What happens is if it's on a subdomain, if it's on blog.amigadigital.com.au for forward slash then the article or whatever, that will actually be seen as an entirely different domain. And I'm gonna go back and forth a few times in these different examples. So what, what happens is, is that if you have, you, you could even have like a, a website with, with different languages, right? So you might have, uh, you know, um, omegadigital.com.au forward slash en. In that case, it wouldn't really make sense to put it into a subfolder because you want the content to stand alone, right? So it would actually make sense to put it in a subdomain, right? So it would be like english.omegadigital.com.au or or fr.omega for French. So subdomains is when you generally want the content to stand alone on its own domain, whereas a subfolder, the content will definitely be seen as part of that domain so guys if you've got a blog um if you've got a website out there and you've got a blog i mean if you want to actually have that content be seen as part of your domain and i'm sure you probably would then you i i can't for me it's my advice. i can't say it strong enough that you definitely want to have it on a slash blog some examples of reasons why, and more reasons. I think the English and the French was actually a really good one. But another reasons why the other domains will put their blog on a subdomain would be like WordPress.com. So if you actually go to WordPress.com and you want to actually start your own blog, but you don't you don't want to actually build your website and get a developer to help you or whatever the case may be, um, uh, then yes, it will it will be Andrew Glimsos, dot wordpress.com and that content will be seen as standalone because wordpress does not want to attribute the content you produce on their domain otherwise it, you, you would have so much content ranging from someone talking about cars to to, to, the, to the to the to the mummy blog and it's just it becomes a mess and obviously content that's gonna be on their domain for things like links going off to the site. So links going from you know andrewglinsos.wordpress.com going to Microsoft.com isn't a link from WordPress, it's a link from your respective domain subdomain. Whereas if it was on a slash folder, then it would be seen as a link from WordPress. So there's a lot of there's a lot of reasons why WordPress does that. It makes sense for them. And also if you've seen a website like puora.com. They also put your blog or your your content in a subfolder because they actually want to be known for a particular uh, uh, topic and therefore having all the content on their forward slash. So, whatever proceeds after the main obviously will convolute there and, and sort of draw out irrelevant content for them. So, essentially, what you want to do uh, is if you're signing up for these services. I recommend getting your own website. So if you want to start a blog about a particular topic, my preference is spend, it doesn't cost much to get a blog up these days with your domain, you know, angelglinsos.com. You can go to crazy domains and click WordPress. Someone can help you, you know, you know, email us if you want help on that. But I recommend definitely going out and spending two, three, four, five hundred bucks just getting your own domain. So all the content that you produce is is tailored to you, not to a subdomain. Look, these can work. The, the wordpress.com, so, you know, and, and, and blogger, and all the rest of them, they can, they can help, but you you really want your content to be on your domain, especially when it's your content. Now, I also got to ask, I why does Facebook and Instagram have four, so that's a good question, that nearly stumped me. So, why would you want to have, uh, why does Facebook have the slash, OmegaDigital.AU, because you have to think about it. Facebook's like a telephone; it's just a communications tool. It doesn't actually produce content. It's like uh, I remember that ad that popped up that uh, you know Airbnb is the biggest housing uh, uh, website, but it has, but it, but it provides no housing, right? So it relies on content creators, right? So Facebook and Instagram, they don't actually produce content. They're, they re- rely on us. To produce the content or businesses to produce content. So for them, it makes sense. Plus, at times, some of this content is even blocked out from search engines from even accessing anyway. But it makes sense because um, if you actually type in uh, like a business name, you'll notice that Facebook.com, let that's that business name, will pop up. And so it makes sense for them to actually have that one on forward slash domain because it actually does increase their visibility on search engines, even though they don't care, Facebook and Instagram, they don't care about um, search engine optimization, but they're not content producers. They're like a telephone that just provides a communications tool. So they rely on the fact that we are, their whole business model relies on us producing content for them. And they have to obviously moderate it and go to the extent to to moderate such huge amounts of content so guys hopefully that explains it roughly Um, if you've got any questions please let me know but one of the biggest biggest questions we get is the, the the blog so as i mentioned earlier it makes absolute total sense to have your content on slash blog Thanks a lot, guys. This was a quick episode number 10. Um, if you've got any questions related specifically to your example, then hit me up on andrewatamigadigital.com.au. Tweet out. Go to the website. you got all the social media links. And I look forward to speaking with you soon. Thank you. <laughs>